Hey guys, Linda Entwee with 90 Day the Melanated Way. New month, new season. I'm so excited to talk about it. Uh, but first, I want to give a few shout outs to uh, some of our VIPs. Tessa, Jolisa, Linda, Lydia, Crystal, Amanda, uh, Raydella. We love you guys. Uh, thank you so much for being our day ones. It is a new month which means new things are happening as the Melanated Way grows. And I wanted to share that with you guys first and foremost. So first, I wanted to talk about uh, a soft launch. So as you guys know, uh, I do uh, a lot of celebrity interviews and other things as well. And uh, we, I'll pull it up on the screen right now, uh, are going to be launching very shortly, The Melanated Way merchandise. So all that melanated great stuff you are going to see very, very shortly as we launch the Linda is So Girly site. Um, it's going to have shirts and sweatshirts and water bottles and a whole other slew of good stuff. So stay tuned for that. I'm super excited about the merchandise. Uh, second, uh, as the show grows, we have uh, been approached to do some collaboration. So moving forward, uh, we're going to have some guest hosts. So monthly, weekly, we haven't quite worked it out yet, but we are going to have guest hosts that join me. So I'm excited about that. And then we're also going to have some special guests that we've lined up, old cast members, new cast members, as uh, we're tied in with uh, the TLC um people that are on the show, we're gonna go ahead and do that as well. So stay tuned for a bunch of collabs. Shout out to the live chat. Hey, Lydia, Amanda, Crystal, uh, hey girls. Love that you guys are here with me. Uh, so first and foremost, I wanna kinda just jump into it. What did you guys think of the new season? Because I am so excited about it. I see the train wreck happening before my eyes, the couples that we met, I was like, oh Lord, this is about to just be a whole show and I'm here for it. So what did you guys think? Let me know in the live chat what you guys think of some of the new couples, the new season. Are you excited about it? Let me definitely know. Uh, I want to start off with Brandon, Brandon and Julia. So Brandon, first of all, 27, out of Virginia, we know that. We know he's like a pest control tech and he's super close to his parents, Ron and Betty, which, you know, he's 27. So I had lots and lots and lots of questions about what was unfolding in front of my eyes, you guys, because he's not 19, he's not 18, he's 27 years old, closer to 30 than he is to 20. Um, but, you know, he still lives at home and he kind of like is a mama's boy. He's a mama's boy, and we start to see why he's a mama's boy a little bit because we find out that he is Betty's only child, even though his dad, Ron, has been married multiple times. I think he has four other siblings. Um, and so it sounded like he wasn't really close to his other siblings because he said it was always, it's always just been the three of them. So I thought that was super interesting. So they have this farm. They have this dog kennel uh business and we kind of find out that he was a late bloomer which you know that's cool a lot of people are late bloomers i feel like i was a bit of a late bloomer as well um so he didn't really date much 
And then his friend is on some video stream thing, sees this girl out of Russia doing go-go dancing. And all of a sudden, six hours later, they're texting back and forth and he's in love. And two weeks later, uh, he goes out to visit her. And five months later, after one meetup, they are engaged, which I thought was crazy. Um, Amanda says, the whole episode was so much explosion <clears throat> that it wasn't that exciting, but I think it's working up to be very extra. I think the whole season is going to be very extra. And I think that that's kind of TLC Stilo where they lay the foundation. Because I remember watching past seasons where I'm like, oh, this is kind of boring. But they're laying the foundation for the nonsense that's about to happen. And I see that a lot uh, with this Brandon, Julia, Ron, and Betty situation. So he goes out there, Crystal, I agree. She got him sprung. I agree. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that he either was a virgin or had very limited sexual experience. And then he was having a bunch of sex. And now he's sprung on this girl. And he doesn't even really know if he wants to get married. He just knows that he wants to be with her, which is his exact words. He wants to be with her. Well, yeah, you know, if you're getting jiggy jiggy, and this girl is feeling you, then you're feeling her. That's that's how I kind of look of it. So um, the families meet in France. And six months after that, they get approved for the K-1 visa. And they're about to get married. And she's about to land in Virginia, which I think is going to be a total, total shock for her. I think that her being on a farm her expected to get up and do morning chores is going to be a whole thing. And I don't think she's feeling it because we saw a little clip about her and she's already worried about staying with the parents. And she's thinking that they're going to be staying there very, very like momentarily and not for as long as I think Brandon has planned, which I think is crazy. Now, what do you guys think of his parents insisting that they stay in separate rooms uh, once she gets there. So part of me is like, oh, that's kind of cute because they're old school, right? Respect our house, respect our boundaries. You guys aren't married yet. You know, once you're married, then that will be a different thing. But part of me is like, dude's 27. Like, I can't get past that he's 27. And as I see him driving to the airport, which is a whole other thing I want to talk about, but he's in the back seat. Um, playing video games and his mom is on the phone with a doctor uh, talking to a gyno to get Julia birth control. Okay, wait a minute. Like, I, I know I keep saying this, but you're 27 years old. Like, you should be making your own plans. You should be doing your own thing. And you should try to get your act together because you're a grown ass man. You're 27 years old. Hi, Lita. Hi. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome. Um, Amanda says, my parents uh, made us stay in separate rooms until after we were married. So yeah, I think that maybe it's just like a respect thing and, you know, like old school traditions and all of that, which I don't think that there's necessarily anything wrong with it. I just feel like, I don't know, he's coming off like very, I love a mama's boy vibes to me. Like he's kind of just there and he's not really stepping up to the plate, I don't think. I think that this is a big jump for him to be from not having an experience to being in a marriage since he said he hasn't had very many serious relationships. So 
that's going to be a whole thing to me, I think. So we find out that Julia is a city city girl, and uh, he thinks that worst case scenario that she doesn't like the farm life, um, but he's not sure. He's not sure what's going to happen, and he doesn't want her to give her the heads up because he wants to make sure that she gets on that plane. And I think that, like his parents said, the honesty part is going to be a big deal. You need to let her know exactly what she's getting into and allow her to make that decision openly, honestly, because you're setting up, like, I'm feeling red flag, red flag, red flag, like left, right, and center. And she hasn't even gotten there. And we haven't actually even properly met her. Between the birth control, the separate rooms, the farm life, him like with the whole dog kennel thing and then his mom being so controlling, it's gonna be an issue. And it's gonna be a huge issue um, if he doesn't address it. Hey, Sky, I agree, he's headed for heartbreak. I think he's headed for heartbreak, but I also think that he needs to take some responsibility for his relationship because I don't think that his parents can be the ones that are dictating this relationship. Like, how did you guys feel about him allowing his mom and his dad to come to pick up uh, Julie at the airport if they paid for them to stay in a hotel room and then tour DC before they came back home. Like, what did you guys think of that? Because I thought like, hey, the mom has some ulterior motors and motives and he better really pay attention to that. Which brings me to our first question of the night. Guys, is Brandon too close to his parents? And is there such a thing? Like, can you be too close to your parents, especially when it comes to your relationships? Because I think that that's a question that needs to be addressed. And while I wait for you guys to answer that in the live chat, is Brandon too close to his parents? Um, I'm going to ask you something else or talk to you about something else. So when Brandon started talking about his sex life with his parents, I was like, okay, like, okay, they're just open and honest that way. And hey, Autumn, you're new. Everyone say hi to Autumn. Hey, Autumn. Um, Autumn says, I haven't gotten that far yet. I fell asleep while watching. That's hilarious. And um, Lydia says, Mama Betty is a control freak. And Raydella says, Mom calling the gyno. What the hell? And Crystal says, and also you can't tell someone what to do with their body. Come on, even if you're thinking it, she crossed the line. I agree. I think that um, the mom taking it upon herself to call the gynecologist was way over the top. But here's the thing that I'm a little confused about. So when he talked about birth control and quote, cause I'm quoting him, uh, I don't want to take on that responsibility and neither does Julia. Okay, so we're talking about birth control pills right now. Okay, you're saying that she doesn't want to take birth control pills and you don't want to um, have her on birth control pills. But my question, just like the producer's question was, okay, but what about condoms? And you guys, I got big baby girl Lisa vibes. And if you guys follow 90 Days and you know who baby girl Lisa is, you know that she had that whole thing with Usman that she was going to be like raw dog and, and all of that. And I just think it's outrageous and irresponsible in 2020. It's 2020, y'all. Like, you're 27 years old. You should know that birth control doesn't necessarily only mean birth control pills. Like, 
stop it. Stop it. I know you're living on a farm, but stop acting like so not knowledgeable. Because if you're knowledgeable enough to be doing the do, then you should be more responsible and responsible enough to protect yourself. That's just my personal opinion. Go ahead and, and do you, Brandon. But y'all are going to be in for a rude awakening because it's not just about having a baby. It's about any other disease that's out there. Yes, guys, so irresponsible. I agree with you. And Lydia says... Uh, cringy. And Crystal says, yeah, he's ill-informed. So I don't know about you guys, but I think that this relationship is going to be a four-way relationship. It's going to be between Brandon and Julia, Ron and Betty, and it's going to be a hot mess. I think that Betty already has some ill-conceived notions about Julia being a go-go dancer versus her leaving behind the call girl prostitute life. I was like, no, she didn't. No, she, she, no, no, she, no. Oh, she sure did. So her coming to the farm and her seeing that, hey, this is definitely not similar to the life that I'm used to having is going to be a huge culture shock. Um, I think that the four of them are going to be too entwined. And I don't know, I'm taking bets right now, you guys. What do you think that their season's going to look like? Do you think that they're going to make it through uh, with Brandon's parents being so involved in his life? Um, um, and then Crystal says, and how do you not want res the responsibility of taking birth control, but you don't want a baby? That's responsibility, LOL. Exactly. So... What do you guys think? Any predictions? Are they going to make it? Are they not going to make it? Uh, we're one episode in, and I'm going to predict that they are not going to make it. That's I'm calling it right now. I think that Brandon and Julia are both old enough to know better, but not enough experience to make a marriage work. I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm calling it, guys. I'm calling it right now. Um, Amanda says he's going to have her pregnant five minutes after she gets there. Facts. That is facts right there. And I think that I saw in the preview that they have a pregnancy scare because she says, what does two lines mean? How y'all, do you guys watch TV? Do you watch YouTube? I know you've seen a pregnancy test on some type of show and know what one line versus two line means. I mean, come on. Um... Amanda says, it's so rare that they don't get married in 90 days, right? It is very rare. It is very rare that they don't make it. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with them. But I have a bad feeling that these two are not going to be able to go the distance. Um, the next couple that I just... I'm dying over it. I'm dying over it. And I already have called some things. So let me talk about them. So we have Jovi, who's 29, from New Orleans, and Yara, 25, from the Ukraine, which, you know, in and of itself is interesting because, you know, we've, we've met a lot of the girls from the Ukraine. And I'm wondering if they're like specific parts of the world that 90 Days always goes to, and, and their Ukraine is one of them. But uh, so... Jovi, 29, he's a partier, he's a drinker, 
He's a Southern boy and he grew up kind of swamp marshland and he loves hunting and fishing and family and cooking. And he's an underwater, underwater robotics guy. So he fixed the pipelines, which I thought was a really cool job to have. And in that job, he gets to travel the world, which I think is awesome as well. And he's been to like 25 countries and he works like one month off and one month off. And in the time that he's off, he travels the world. And that's where he met Yara on a travel app. And they started traveling together. They went to Budapest um, and hooked up on the first night, which, you know, I'm not surprised because he is a self-proclaimed party guy. Um, so they hooked up, had a great time. And then they started hooking up all across the world every time he had his four weeks off and then they had a pregnancy. And so he figured that he'd fly her out uh, to the Dominican Republic and propose, excuse me, they went to Cuba because they did go to the Dominican Republic. They went to Bali, they then went to Ukraine, but he proposed to her in Cuba, uh, scuba diving underwater. And uh, he wanted to do the right thing. And unfortunately, she had a miscarriage. And so he kind of wanted to back out of it. And guys, I don't know what you guys think, but I think that they should have thought about exactly what they wanted to do. Uh, because I think that these two are going to be a little bit troublesome. And here's why I think, think that. I think that she kind of doesn't like him. And their chemistry was so awkward. Like, I can imagine... I'm engaged to this dude. I fly 30 hours at the airport. And mind you, don't forget that she insisted that he bring flowers. And if he didn't bring flowers, don't show up at the airport. And she gets to the airport and automatically she could be tired. You know, it's a long trip. 30 hours is a long time to travel. But you guys are already like not vibing with each other. There was like no big kiss, no like romance. She's already complaining. And I was like, oh, do these two even like each other? Because it doesn't look like you like each other, you two. Like he's like, don't step on my shoes. And she's like, all I want to do is go home and sleep. And when the producer's like, hey, are you excited? She's like, I don't know if I'm excited, I'm tired. I'm tired. I can't say that I'm excited. I was like, oh, what, what's happening here? What's happening here? You two think that this is a good first meet cute? Because it is not cute. It's looking like trouble is on the horizon. Um, let me jump into the live chat and see what some people are saying. Uh, Amanda says, my husband was like, ah, oh, is that John, as in John Bond? Who's John Bond? Oh, Bon Jovi. That's funny. Um, Crystal says, man, these Ukrainian women, I could see them all hanging out. Maria, Yara, Lana, etc. Facts. Facts. Um, I'm going to agree with his friends and say they won't make it. Uh, the proposal was cool, though. Um, Amanda's like, should I be demanding flowers at the airport every single time, Amanda? Yes, you should. Um, Belly says, according to David, Ukraine women are cold like that. But even, even in her, like, to camera interview, when she was talking about him, she was talking like she didn't really like him. She was like, well, 
I, I think I love him. I'm not sure, like, I guess. And I was like, um, this is really, really bizarre. She doesn't know if she loves him, but she picked up and left everything. And, you know, this is a makeup artist that we're talking about who, you know, she likes designer stuff and she likes, like, you know, traveling the world, all of that. And I don't know if you hook up with your party travel buddy and marry them. Like, do you do that because that's the right move? I don't know. It doesn't sound like the right move to me at all. Um, it sounds to me like it might be a huge issue, which brings me to my second question of the night. Are Jovi and Yara ready to get married? Or do you guys think that they should pump the brakes a little bit and figure out if they even like each other? Because right now, out the gate, looks to me like they don't even like each other. Um, <laughs> Crystal says, Yara's coming out, coming to get that on the Anafisa plan, for real, for real. She has that Anafisa vibe. And so, you know, maybe she's Anafisa 2.0. We'll see. Um, Amanda says, like, how do you get a visa with that attitude? But you know what? Some guys kind of like that. Like, they like that bitchiness for some reason. And if I'm wrong, let me know in the comments let me know in the live chat but I think that some guys are cool with that or they just you know they wouldn't put up with it and we know that David put up with that a lot we've seen that with Edfisa and now we're seeing it with Yara and maybe it's just the vibe maybe it's just how they roll and it works for them but I do think that, that some guys like that um but these two so my prediction and again i want to hear what you guys think in the live chat but my prediction is these two are going to be the troublesome couple and they're also giving me colt and larissa vibes where uh yara is more like you know slick she's slick she likes to dress well she likes the makeup she likes to look good and uh jovi's more like colt where you know, he's kind of nerdy, but he does like to party. And it looks to me like he might have a drinking problem because drinking seems to be like everywhere in all of his scenes. Um, that beer, and I think it's like a Bud Light that I'm seeing that him drinking. So I don't know. I think that he's probably going to have some issues. And with Klein and Sarah, his friends, already being surprised that hey this guy's marrying someone that he doesn't know they think it's bizarre they can't believe someone's like picking up from halfway across the world to come and marry him um sarah threw in some shade and was like i can't believe that someone's actually picked him and wants to be with him i was like "Ooh, the shade the shade what do y'all know about him tell me more tell me more because What's interesting to me, it's something like this. It's like, you can't really judge a book by its cover. Because I looked at him and I just thought, total nerd. Hi, am I saying it right? Demo? Hi, Demo. Welcome, everyone. Say hi to Demo. I think um, you're new. Welcome. Um, Demo says, Joby wanting to go after Yar was on a 30-hour flight. Not impressed. <laughs> um. But yeah, he 
he wants the party. He wants the party and she wants to have a good life. So I'm thinking they're going to be problematic and they're going to be problematic in the Larissa cult vibes. What do y'all think? Do you think that this couple is going to be the problematic couple this season? Do you think that they are going to be able to make it through their differences? Definitely let me know. Um, we also met uh, Jovi's mom, Gwen. And Gwen is kind of on the fence with this. She was surprised that he wasn't going to marry a Southern girl. Uh, she did definitely have like a, um, and I want, I'm just going to say it. She just had, had like a very American attitude where, hey, you should marry someone that's from where you're from, a nice Southern girl who likes fishing and the same things that you like, and you shouldn't marry some girl that you don't know. Um, from halfway across the world because she said that she Googled the Ukraine and she heard nothing good about it. And, you know, she thinks that most women from the Ukraine are trying to come to America for a green card. What were your guys' thoughts on that? I thought it was super harsh because you already now have a preconceived motion or notion of Yara and you haven't even met her yet. So she's probably not going to land on a good foot with you guys since you already think that she's scamming your son. So between Gwen and Klein and Sarah, I think that Yara has an uphill battle. And especially because her attitude is like you guys said in the live chat, maybe it's just the Ukrainian thing where it's like comes off cold, but they're going to think that she's a bitch and they're going to think that she's demanding and they're definitely not going to think that they're a good match. Um, um, Crystal mentioned Sinjin. I did want to mention the whole Sinjin vibe as well, because what's interesting about this couple too, is that they have 90 days and we know that they're going to be able to spend two weeks together before he's gone for a month. So when he comes back, they have 60 days to get married. And we know that Tanya left for 60 days with Sinjin, but they lasted. So I don't know. Maybe they only need 60 days. Maybe they don't need the full 90 days. The time apart makes them want to be together and then boom, they get married and then they work it out. I don't know. Do you guys think that that's a thing where, hey, you got 60 days. Y'all don't know each other very well, but you're going to get married anyways. And everything is going to be roses. Just joking. That's a train wreck ready to happen. Um. <laughs> Jovi proposed uh, because she was pregnant, right? Did y'all see how happy he was to find out she wasn't she was pregnant? He probably would have dropped her, but she wouldn't let him. Um, yeah, but he was Crystal. He was happy, but then he talked about how after she wasn't pregnant, he wanted to kind of back away um, from it and it just didn't happen. Like she was coming, she was, she was coming to America and she was going to be with him. So uh, Demo says, yes, I think uh, Jovi's mom has a right to be worried. He will only get to spend two weeks with her. Uh, then he has to leave for four weeks. Yeah. It's going to be an issue. Cause what is she going to do while he's away? Cause remember Sinjin had the shed. And so Sinjin was able to like kick it, you know, drink other people's alcohol and kick it. What's she going to do? 
and and if the mom already doesn't seem to like her, then it might be an issue moving forward. Um, Crystal says, but Jovi will always be away for work, not some extracurricular activity, true. So she's going to have to get used to that lifestyle where your husband's home for a month and then he's gone for a month. And we do know that she's a makeup artist, so maybe she will be able to carry that on once she gets her work permit um, and work on that. But what is she going to do in the 30 days that she can't do anything and he's not there? I mean, I guess she could, you know, get to know the city, get to know the family, get to know the friends. Um, Crystal says, she seems to already be doing her Instagram thing. Girl, she's an Instagram model already. Is that what you're saying? She got her Instagram game up. What? Uh, Lita says, um, I don't blame. I don't blame the mother. He doesn't love her. I just wanted to do what was right. Finally, perfect recipe for disaster. Yeah, I think that they're going to be a huge issue. Um, the next couple uh, that we love and know so well, and I'm super excited that they're back, is Rebecca and Ziad. Now, you guys, first of all, when Rebecca did her to camera, I died of laughter because she's like, oh, I'm 47. And she's in her mind, she's like, you know that the internet sleuths are going to find out. You lying, girl. You lying. You're 49. You might have been 47 when you started this 90 day journey, but you're 49 now out of Georgia. And we know that she was a private investigator before. Then I didn't know. Uh, I found out this new on this episode that she used to be a mechanic. Did you guys all know that Rebecca used to be a mechanic? And now she's a manager at Joella's Hot Wing, Hot Chicken. And uh, I have a fun story about that. So, you know, I met Rebecca way back when, when she first started this whole 90 day stuff through AfterBuzz. And we we're gonna have her on AfterBuzz um, afterwards. And she had just started this job from the ground up. So she was having a really hard schedule because she, they literally built that place ground up. So she was doing all the lighting, she was doing the seating, she was hiring people, she was doing everything for that location. So to actually see her working on it on this episode was super kind of cool to see how far she's come in all those months um, from when she started that job. And uh, I'm excited to see their journey and I'm excited to see how her job plays a part of this new season. Have y'all had Joella's hot chicken if you're from the South? Have you had it? Have you had hot chicken? Is it good? I've never had it. I'm gonna have to try it now that I see it. Um, but we also see that she has gotten a lot more tattoos and she got this new tattoo that is kind of a special thing between her and Ziad. I am yours and you are mine in Arabic. Um, so that was really, really sweet. Uh, <laughs> Demo says, uh, Rebecca's daughter is not here for her new fiance at all. Agreed. We'll get to that. And Lita says, Ziad is a walking red flag. Sorry to everyone who likes him. Why do you think he's a, why do you think he's a red flag? What red flag is he giving you, Lita? Let us know. I'm very curious. Crystal says, 
Rebecca got jobs like Binyam. <laughs> oh my God, you guys are a mess. Uh, so the other thing I wanted to talk to you about that I was surprised at, and maybe I'm still a little confused. So Rebecca has been married three times, or is this going to be her third marriage? Because she kept saying, I've been married three times. To me, means that you had one, two, three husbands. So Ziad is going to be your fourth husband. And in that, we know that she's already sponsored uh, an Arabic guy who was 20, you guys, 20 years old. And Ziad being 27, so that didn't work out because he was only using her for a green card. I'm wondering about her other two marriages. So, like, what were they about? Were they men that she met in America? Were they men that she met overseas? And were they younger than her? Because there's, I guess either I for, had forgotten or I didn't know, but married three times. She has three kids. They're all grown. And now she has a 27-year-old fiance. Um, I think I forgot that they met on Facebook um, and that she slid into her his DMs. But what I didn't forget was all the Facetune filtered pictures and him having her her face on his shirt. All of that. Like, I can't wait. Like, this is going to be so good this season because – even seeing them just FaceTime together, you see that she has a bunch of his face all over, like her mug. She has pictures. She had a shirt on with his face. I was like, is that how y'all do long distance now? You guys just get your faces on each other, and that way you can see each other every day? Uh, I don't know. Um, Crystal says, Ziad's videos always made me cringe. I think the shirt, the shirt, the short hair makes him seem less creepy though. I do like the short hair better than the long hair. Looks like it's like washed and clean instead of just being like stringy. So I'm about that. Uh, and Crystal says the tattoo says property of Ziad and she doesn't even know it. <laughs> Y'all are a mess in the comments. Uh, so that's gonna be interesting to me. So we'll see how that plays out. And then we meet her daughter, Tiffany, and her daughter's fiance, Micah. And turns out, looks like Rebecca and Ziad are going to be living with them. And uh, Ziad already has an issue with it. Doesn't think that he wants to stay there because he doesn't like the fact that Micah is a single man that's going to see his fiance um, walking around in her pajamas it's not appropriate. I'm like, but he's engaged to your fiance's daughter. So like, what's the issue? Is it really a cultural issue? Or are you just being territorial? And you want to come to America and have your own space and do your own thing immediately? Um, like, what's that whole thing about? And I see that that's how they're, they're laying the foundation for the drama of these four. So it's going to be Rebecca and Ziad versus Tiffany and Micah. Because Micah said, you know, he's going to have to come in here um, and get over himself, get over the culture, and really figure out American culture and just keep it pushing. Like, he ain't playing. He's not going to mess around with any of the nonsense. And <laughs> I think that that's where the drama is going to be. It's going to be between Ziad and Micah. 
And then Tiffany is already on the fence because, you know, she's seen her mom go down this road not once, not twice, not three times. So three times now. This is going to be her fourth time down this rodeo, two times with men that are way younger than her, as far as we know. We don't know if the other two were just as young. Um, so she's having some issues. She's not sure if this is a real relationship. She's not sure if these two are actually going to make it. And if Zia was already causing issues and he's not even there yet, then it's going to be a whole lot of drama. Now, I don't know how many of you guys in the live chat uh, want me to spoil alert. So I'm going to pause for a second because I have a big spoiler alert. Spoiler alert! Um, let me know if I have more than three people that say that they don't want me to spoil the Rebe Rebecca Ziad story, then I won't spoil it. Um, but if not, if you guys are regulars here, you know that I bring the tea all the time. Um, he can't even drink here. She said she dated a 20-year-old. He can't even drink here. LOL, that's funny. Um, so spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear it, close your ears. If you don't want to hear it, close your ears because I'm about to say it. Uh, I didn't hear in the live chat that anyone said, no, they don't want to hear it. So close your ears. Um, spoiler alert, Rebecca and Ziad are already married. And if you are a premium subscriber, we're going to talk all about it on Wednesday's news and gossip show. Uh, I'm going to show you the receipts, but these two have been married for some time. Ziad has been in America for some time. So what we're watching is the back filming of when they filmed this last year. So they're together. They're actually doing really well. And more spoiler alert, they moved out of Tiffany and Micah's apartment. They got a new apartment together. It looks like a loft, my understanding, like with brick exposed walls. Um, they got a puppy, they got a, a snake, and so they're living up their lives and they're happy. So, uh, my question was going to be to you guys, do you think Rebecca and Zia are finally going to be together? I've already answered it for you. They are finally going to get be together. They do get their happily ever after. What I'm looking forward to is seeing the journey on how they got there. So him coming to America, him living with um, her daughter, the drama that ensues. But I know that I will be sitting here happy knowing that they made it through all of that nonsense. Um, moving on to the fourth couple that we know so well, Mike and Natalie. Okay, you guys, I, I kind of don't know where to start with them. Here's my gut feeling just overall before I get into their, their segment. I feel like there's something that they're hiding. I feel like something terrible happened and they're both not over it. He's angry at her because he comes across as angry towards her. And she comes a little bit across as walking on eggshells. I think that, uh, you know, she really wants to come to America. And I do think in her heart that she really loves this guy. And I think that he loved her a lot in the beginning. But I think that all the drama is too much for him. And so he's second guessing it. I don't know about you, 
but these two are giving me like really underlying issue vibes and I'm trying to figure out all that that is and I will find out but so Big Mike totally forgot that he's six foot seven super tall uh 35 years old uh lives in the Pacific Northwest I'm happy that Uncle Bo is back loved him I thought he was entertaining and Natalie who is also 35 we know that he likes the simple life uh, we all know if you guys don't, if you haven't seen the previous season, that um, they met through a mutual friend who met his um, Ukrainian wife online and introduced them. And then they hit it off. And then he went to visit her and they loved each other. And so he uh, proposed to her. But their K 1 visa was taking a super, super long time. And she was missing him. So he went back. And that's where we saw last season that they left off and they had issues between like religion, her being a devout Christian, him believing in aliens. And they fought all the time. She threw the ring in his face and at the tell all, it was weird because they were fighting about him um, going to his best friend's wedding and then sleeping on her couch. She says that he slept with like cheated and he says that he didn't cheat and again, there's so much underlying stuff there that we just don't know. Um, but lo and behold, they're trying to work it out, so they say. But even like them working it out, when they were on the phone, you guys, and she FaceTimed him to tell him that she got the visa, was it just me or did he look so not happy? And he's like, no, no, I'm excited and, and I'm really happy, but I'm also scared, he said. And he looked not only terrified, he looked disappointed. He looked disappointed. And then when she said that they had 20 days, he's like, oh, that's very fast. Um, You guys have been waiting like two years. How is this fast to you? You came to visit her because the six months, the K-1 visa was taking too long. And now, boom, she finally has it. And it's too fast. It's only too fast if you don't want to do it. And it sounds to me like he doesn't want to do it because he said, I'm not ready to get married. We have communication issues. There's anger issues. There's jealousy issues and you know he's just not ready to marry her um Radella says nope he was not happy and Demo says I think Mike has a good heart and wants to find love but Natalie and him are not a match and Demo also says he looked miserable uh Amanda says but the cat's awesome the cat was awesome the cat was like a dog when he like Come here. What's her name? Um, Aria. Come here, Aria. And Aria was way across the field, and Aria came running. I was like, if you know me, you know I I hate is a strong word. I am not a cat person. I don't like cats very much, but I thought that was a super cool cat too, Amanda. I was like, if cat all cats were like that cat, I'd be vibing. I'd see it. Um. So. They get this visa. They both kind of don't seem happy about it. She seems a little bit weirded out. Now, there's a couple of things that I thought were interesting that they brought up. I thought it was interesting that all of a sudden she also has an issue with Bo and that she doesn't want Bo to be at the house when she gets there because she doesn't want to live with a stranger. But we also know that Bo helps Mike out a lot. He's the ranch hand. Plus, that's his family. That's his blood. So where, where are y'all putting Bo? And why all of a sudden does Natalie have an issue 
with with Bo. I think it's bizarre, and I think that they need to explain it more because all of a sudden you're making demands. I thought it was about your relationship. I thought it was about you guys being together. And that house, he said it was like acres and acres. And he doesn't even live in the main house. He, from what I remember, Bo lives in the shed in the back. So what's the problem? Alita, you have a cat phobia? Yeah, me. I don't have a phobia. I just had a bad experience with cats. And I can't go back from that. Um, so I want to know what the issue with is with Bo. And I want to know what the issue between these two are. So, cause I think that these, I think he doesn't want to be with her. I think he wants to back out, but doesn't know how to say he wants to back out. I think that he's put so much money into it. And we know that he had money issues from the beginning that he doesn't want to like lose his investment, so to speak. So I, I it's going to be a, a, a train wreck. It's going to be a real train wreck. Um, for the show. Uh, she does not get to make demands in Mike's house, facts. Um, doesn't Uncle Bo have some DV charges and some assault convictions? Uh, I haven't heard that. I will definitely look into that. I have not heard that. Maybe that's why she's worried and that's why she is having some issues. Um, but I haven't heard that. Amanda, I'll get back to you. Now, shall I spoil Mike and Natalie for y'all, or should I just let it ride out? Because uh, this is another couple that I know a lot about, and I know uh, their ending. So maybe I should just leave leave their ending alone and let, let it play out and, and maybe, like, hint to you. So here's what I'll say. I'll hint that they're going to have some major issues. Uh, I think that Mike doesn't want to get married. I think he's going to feel pressured to get married. I think that Natalie is going to freak all the way out, as we've seen in that three-minute opening clip. Um, she's going to freak all the way out. She's away from home. And if you guys remember, she's really, really close to her mom. And so I think we're going to see her completely melt down once she gets uh, to Washington. And then we're going to see that ride out for the season. That is my prediction for these two moving forward. Uh, Lita says they're two adults who behave like teenagers. And Amanda says, wait, what did you think about the first scene where she's bawling a day before the wedding? Uh, I think that what you're seeing there is the meltdown. I think that what you're seeing is that he is backing out. We see the buildup in this episode where he's already not happy that she's coming. He's already not happy that she has to be there in 20 days. And I think that the moment that he has to get married, he's like, I don't want to get married. And because they're out of time, because they have to get married in those 90 days, and that scene we're seeing is the day before the wedding, so that's within their 90 days, he sends her home. And he backs out of the wedding, and that's why she freaks out and says, I can't believe you did this to me, and you're a terrible person, and who does that? All that is because he backs out. Um, and again, without spoiling it yet, because I do guys, I do want you guys to go through that, um, but that's going to be a whole issue for them. It's going to be a whole issue. And she makes it sound like he abused her. 
Crystal, I do think that there's something going on. I think that there's something that's happened between those two um, because they they give me problematic vibes like that. Um, so I will try to get to the bottom of it for, for you all and, and get back to you on it once I find out. Um, Crystal says, when she tells him she got the visa and he didn't seem happy, I would have stayed where I was. Well, the thing is, she really wants to come to America. She really wants to come to America. So I'm not going to say it's about the green card, but I think the green card has a lot to do with it. I also think, if you guys remember, that she feels like she's in her 30s, that she wants to start a family. And to her, Mike represents not only the American dream, but the ability to have a child and raise the child in America and have that anchor baby and be set for life. So she wants love, but she wants love and the American dream and the family and the husband and all of that stuff. Because if you think about it, she shouldn't have gone on the plane when he said that he believed in aliens and she was really concerned about having a baby that was raised the way she was in the same religion that she has. So if she's willing to put all that aside to get married to this guy, then you know, when he's not excited, she's still going to get on the plane because, again, they've both put in all this time to get to this point. Now, does it make sense? I don't know. Is it drama? Absolutely. Are they going to be the biggest drama on the show? I think they're going to be the biggest drama for, like, crying and not getting along for sure. Um, but we still have a couple more couples to meet and I cannot wait to meet Cougar Mama. I cannot wait. I think she's going to be the most entertaining. She's going to be the Angela without the cussing of the season. And I think that she's just going to be a star of the show. So I'm looking forward to meeting that couple and the nonsense that they all bring. Because when she's, when he was talking to her about sending more watches, for the for his homies i was like oh no he didn't and she's sending them wait what what is happening right now you're paying all his rent you're sending him gifts and you're sending his friends gifts and you're sending the family gifts like what do you, what do you do again wait what <laughs> and yes krista i'm also ready for hazel and to and treak and the stripper and that whole thruple. So this season is going to be packed, y'all. It's going to be packed with drama. So I'm just going to rephrase. Cougar alert. Lita says, this season is going to be piping hot lit facts. Um, and she sends money every three days. Yeah. what? We're going to need to find out exactly what she does. But so... Brandon and Julia. So Brandon, remember guys, Virginia, I think Brandon and Julia are going to be the ones that have uh, the baby scare. I think that the drama that we're going to see is them with the family and her not adjusting to farm life. Then with Jovi and Yara, I think that Yara is not feeling him. And I don't think that they're going to make it personally. I think that she realizes she's going to realize that it's not about just traveling and her getting what she wants from him and demanding stuff and being cold to him, especially because he has friends that are, that know who he is and he's a party dude and he's a drinker 
And that's probably not going to line up with the things that she has planned for their relationship. So that's going to be the drama that we see there. With Rebecca and Ziad, uh, the drama that we're going to see there is more family drama, but they're a strong couple. They've been down this road. They've had the cameras. The crazy drama is going to come from Mike and Natalie. It's going to come from this Dominican Republic guy that I can't remember his name. And it's definitely going to come from Tariq and Hazel. So I am looking forward to this season, you guys. I'm looking forward to hanging out with you all. We do have a show tomorrow, uh, The Family Chantel, for all of you guys that are riding The Family Chantel with me. It is such great drama, and Karen is amazing. And on Wednesdays, we do our news and gossip show, and it's all the latest and greatest where we spoil stuff. We tell you, we give you the 411 on the things that you don't necessarily see on screen. So make sure that you are following us all across our social medias uh, at 90 Day The Melanated Way. Make sure you guys are liking this, sharing this. We're streaming live on Patreon, on Facebook, and on YouTube. So like, subscribe, share, uh, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. And 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesdays. I'm live here with you guys with lots of our own tea and lots of our own just great stuff happening. I'm going to jump into the live chat before I jump off here and see what you guys have to say. Redella says, I haven't watched The Family Chantel yet. That's next. Redella, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. So much drama. Uh, Demo says, Yes, no more trips, Yara. Just uh, having barbecues in Louisiana, eating shrimp and grits. Yes, Dima, I think that Yara is going to gain the American 15 for sure, considering she won't be able to work. She's just going to be able to hang out with the mom and cook. Um, so anyone can watch the Tuesday and Monday shows, right? Yes, so Monday and Tuesdays are open to everyone. Uh, so please do tell your friends to come through. Wednesday shows are only for our subscribers on Patreon, as well as, I should be clear about this, anytime we have a guest from the show, that is only for our subscribers as well. So you might want to come subscribe and join the party because we have had great guests in the past. We've had the Devins, um, we've had the Sinjins, we've had the Alicias, we've had the Carmens, like it can go, it goes on and on and on. And it's always a party for sure. We do have a couple of uh, guests lined up. We're just trying to make our schedules work. So until then, thank y'all. I love y'all. Thank you for joining me. Demo says, great show. Thank you so much. Come back again and again and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. All right, y'all. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Bye for now.